Hello and welcome to the Home for Anime. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Cali, and I would like to welcome you once again to the celebration of Kyoto Animation, also known as Volume 4. I am struggling. I am struggling with this because in my eyes, Kyoto Animation does not make bad titles. I can't say that this is a bad title, but I think there are a number of factors that lead into why I just cannot get into Clan Ad. And this is strictly for Clan Ad, not Clan Ad After Story. That's going to be an entire other entity. But let's start from the beginning. Let's start with the premise. So there's this guy named Tomoya Okazaki, who is this delinquent who does not have a mother and has a father who is a terrible person. And he meets this girl who is just like, I don't know, she's just kind of around. Her name is Nagisa and she's a sick person. Like she gets sick very often. If I sound disinterested, it's because I am. I think it'll get better with After Story because that's what everyone says. But it's just about them. And yeah, he's it's, it's a harem. It's a harem anime, but not really because the first girl that he meets, or at least that we're introduced to, is Nagisa. So you know it's going to be about them. Other girls are introduced... Because this is an adaptation of a key visual novel. That's my problem with this. I am very much over visual novel adaptations. At least key and Kyoto Animation, which luckily we're almost done with those. I think that everything went really well with Air. I thought the things were good with Kanon, Canon. You know what I mean. I found myself feeling more attached to Kanon than I did to Air in some respects. But all three of these, Air, Kanon, and Clanad, are all visual novels from developer Key. So to put it into perspective, Key is known for making these crying games, so to speak. So they are stories specifically designed to make you cry. You can only do the same thing, but so many times before it starts to get old. And it just, it's run its course for me with Clanad. I will say that among the three visual novel adaptations, Clanad is the cleanest, which makes sense because it's the most recent of the three. And I'm going to go ahead and extend that same courtesy to After Story because they were released one after the other within the span of a year. It looks way cleaner. It's still great to look at. It's not as unsettling because the more I thought about it, I was slightly off-put by the character designs and the eyes in Air. 
it was improved in canon, but in clan ad, I would say that it's kind of an improvement on the visual novels, which I have not played, but I've seen stills from. I think it looks good. I think it looks really good for what it is. And that's the power of Kyoto animation. I feel like there are several branching paths in Clanad, probably more than were in Kanon or Air, or at least there are more present that Kyoto Animation felt like they could kind of cram in there because I met so many characters, most of which I could tell were romance paths in the game because they all just have their little moments. And it, it, it really... Th this, this story brought to my attention something that I realized I have a problem with as I've gotten older. I believe I was 24 or 25 when I started this project. My taste in anime hasn't changed a whole lot, but I have had a chance to really think about what I cherish in a character and what I appreciate in characters. One of the first storylines that we are presented with is Tomoya and Nagisa helping out this girl who's trying to pass out wedding invitations for her sister's wedding. And that's all well and good, but they treat her like an actual child. I believe her name is Fuka. They treat Fuka as an absolute child. And I'm pretty sure she's the same age as the rest of the cast, which brings my first problem to Clanad and the visual novel adaptations that Kyoto Animation has done now that I'm seeing them all for what they're worth. Fuko is a key example of the Moe trend that I won't say there are, there's one archetype for Moe, but a lot of times you will see these characters who don't act their age and not in a like, oh, this is just a like a big old kid. It's to the point where it's like the infantilization of a character. Fuko literally acts like she's four and she's a first year in high school. That bothers me because it I'm not saying it's a detriment to her character. But it's it's not cute. It's actually a bit disturbing. And she is probably the second example, because they try to make you cry a lot in this anime. It's the second main example that I can think of, of when they are really trying to pull at your heartstrings. And whether it be because they've worked on key adaptations before or maybe the writing of Planet the Game 
just isn't my favorite. I, I did not cry once during this first part of Clanat, this first half. Clanat does not make me feel anything other than resentment. Because aside from the infantilization of Foucault, the childishness of Nagisa and the other love paths who I I know their names, but they just don't feel important enough for me to mention. Because what what do they do? What do they really do in this story? Maybe they maybe there's a bigger payoff in after story. I, I talked to a friend of mine. I talked to my friend while I was watching the series. He's been very encouraging about my journey through Clan Ad. And he's like, it was very poignant. And it was also kind of funny. He said, yeah, bro, Clan Ad is sleepy AF, but after story hits. Said it wasn't the same for about a year. That's high praise coming from him. This man knows his anime. So I, I, I feel a bit detached. I felt like I had to pay attention just so I could get that payoff. But also, I think I have a problem with having to sit through 22 episodes worth of show for a payoff. When you think about it, taking cores into consideration, there are people who probably had to wait like half a year, maybe a whole year, before they got to move on to Clan Ad after story. So all they had was Clan Ad, base Clan Ad. And I don't know if the 22 episodes worth of buildup is paid off. I guess only time will tell. But 22 episodes is asking a lot of any viewer. Unless you just have the patience of a saint, which I've been doing this for a long time. And I'm just over it. I'm over crying games. I'm over anime that aren't natural. This doesn't have a natural emotional beat to make me feel any type of way. This adaptation very much feels like it is trying to force me to be a certain way. It's trying to force me to feel what it wants me to feel. So certain praises that I have for other Kyoto Animation works, I feel don't apply here. I think that everything from shot composition to the placement of music, everything is designed in this show to try and squeeze tears out of you, to invoke, to evoke emotion. And maybe it's the anti-authoritative punk rebel in me, but I don't go for that. What makes other shows work so well is when everything is organic, when it all leads to something, which, mind you, a lot of people these days 
are going for these anime that are 12, 13 episodes long, unless you have someone who's trying to get initiated with something like, like Full Metal Alchemist or Fruits Basket, what have you. But even with Fruits Basket, you still had to wait for a year for each new season. So it's a bit muddled, but you get engaging storylines throughout this they spend a few episodes on one character and then they kind of move on they kind of toss them to the side which makes them lack relevance i i really don't feel strongly about any character here except for one and that comes a bit later but overall, I feel that Clanad just made me frustrated more than anything. And to be perfectly honest with you, it took me, I want to say, four months, maybe five, to finish Clanad because I would get so bored and frustrated that I would turn episodes off legit three to four minutes after they started I would turn them off it is rare for me to do that with any show but I really had to just start stop start stop start stop because I was not engaged and I was thinking oh maybe I'm just tired you know I've I've entered the workforce, I'm a different person, like I have less time on my hands. I, um, I've been watching Sankarea slowly but surely as well. I can easily knock two or three episodes of that out in a day. Maybe once or twice a week. That's not a problem. But I, can o I could only handle, when I transition jobs, I could only handle a few minutes of Clan Ad every few weeks. So it took me a long time to finish these 22 episodes. I'm hoping that the other 22 go by quickly. But nothing really feels natural other than the obvious Tomiya going for Nagisa because they spend the most amount of time together and given Tomoya's abusive home situation it makes sense that he has that out and that she she means a lot to him I understand that I do it just even the time that I that I see them together it does not it doesn't matter a whole lot to me even though I know that it's very plot-centric. And I think that it's good for both of their development because they do go through some things, and I'm not saying that they're necessarily bad things, but it just doesn't hit me the way that I feel like it should, just based on everything I've heard about Clanad. And I'm a bit worried as to whether or not the hype for After Story is just going to come crashing down because I wasn't as engaged 
as I feel like I should have been with Clanad. And that brings me to the point that I said we were going to pick up on. I did say that most characters were kind of not memorable for me, but there is one that was. It was a path that could have been taken in the games, but you knew who you were going to go for. But Tomoyo? Tomoyo had this really nice chemistry with Tomoya. And she was actually an interesting character. I liked her backstory of being this person who just wanted the smoke with everyone. And maybe that's because Yusuke Urameshi is one of my favorite characters in anime. But Tomio is like, it's on site. And I appreciated that. So it was always nice to see them interact. And of course you knew that he wasn't going to go for her, but it was still it was still nice just to see them interact and because i guess they knew that Tomia and Tomio made a good couple clanad is 23 episodes but there's a bonus episode a 20 fourth episode and i know i said that there were 22 earlier um that 23rd episode really i feel like it should count to me but it just it kind of doesn't and i'm just gonna leave it at that it was it was unfulfilling but that's fine but back to what i was saying they really made an entire episode special to tomia and tomio being a couple and how that would have gone if Nagisa wasn't in the picture and if that's just the path that they went down and tell me why in one episode one 23 minute episode an OVA that has nothing to do with the original story this clan ad another world Tomio chapter I got so much build up and payoff in one episode I felt so happy about everything that I saw in that episode. And I just kept thinking, wow, this is an amazing pairing. This is what the show should have been. It's what it could have been. Tomia doesn't get to explore these other options. This being an entire other world, I feel like gave us that depth that we needed. But all of the buildup and everything, it just... I, I didn't need it, it turns out, because you can get a lot of development in one episode. So it's disappointing to me that I was able to get this one great episode that shows me this alternate reality where Tomoya and Tomio get together and it's just great. But I don't get that in 23 episodes with Tomoya and Nagisa. So that is a bit disappointing, but I did love that extra OVA episode. I thought it was great. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved them together. Wasted opportunity, but I know the show must go on. So 
that is what I have to say about Clanad, and I sincerely hope that my feelings change when it comes to After Story. But for Clanad itself, just the regular Clanad, I don't ever see myself watching this again. And that is not a knock on Kyoto Animation. I think that with all of the choices that were given, there are some decisions that had to be made. And they did what they had to do to make all of the characters seem interesting and feel like they are a part of the story and part of this world. I understand that, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It just, the execution did not land for me personally. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's for me. But definitely give Clan out a watch. It's on high dive. Um, don't talk to me about it. I, I will just seethe. I will see it the entire time, so I'm not the person to talk to about it. Unless you just want to talk trash about it, in which case, yeah, let's do it. But seriously, Kyoto Animation did a great job with what they were given. And with that being said, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat. And if you want to email me recommendations, you can do so at ouranimehome at gmail.com. If you want to support what it is that I'm doing, then please consider donating to the Patreon. And also, I would love it if you join the Discord server. We have some amazing people in there. Just super nice, super friendly. All we do is just talk anime, life. We share news and all that. It's really cool. I love it there. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to watching After Story and reporting that to you. And I... I was wrong? I was right, but I was horribly, horribly wrong. This is all in the same episode, so this might not make sense right off the gate, but welcome to the home for anime yet again. I am your host, GPC, Great Podcaster Cali. And this this is still the same episode, don't worry. Your eyes are not deceiving you, even though you're listening with your ears. The title does indeed say Clan Ad and Clan Ad After Story, but this has been recorded a month apart because I just finished Clan Ad After Story. And oh my god. First and foremost, what I was wrong about more than anything was... I am not over crying games. Not one bit. Crying games are still very effective. June Maeda, you sick, twisted individual who makes wonderful stories. I am so proud of you. You really did that. You got me. You got me. I cried. I only cried once, but I cried. And it was the ugliest cry that I have ever cried and only one person saw it and that was because he's been seeing me through this entire series. Clanad After Story takes place immediately after Clanad. It's a seamless transition and it starts off more or less the same as its predecessor. We have these kind of wacky situations that these characters are getting in. 
except they're not so wacky. We get some very deep character interactions with storylines of people who I didn't think I would care about, but I do, and they're fleshed out in a way that I never thought possible. My problem with base clanad was I didn't feel very connected to any of the characters really, except looking back at it, I did care about Tomoya because Tomia is the main character. But Tomia is solving the problems of all of his love paths that he would have had in the Clanad visual novel. Well, Clanad Afterstory dismisses all of that. He's graduated. All of the love paths, well, most of the love paths have graduated. So it's just him and Nagisa. Him and Nagisa are the ones who are together solving problems because in Afterstory, she got sick and had to repeat her senior year again. So they're just together solving Sunahara's problem, which I didn't know that Sunahara could get that deep. I was surprised at the nuance that they added to his character, which, as with Clanad, I will not spoil, but I always kind of thought of him as just throwaway character, not somebody who I necessarily hated or disliked, but he was just kind of a gag character that I I was like, he's kind of funny, but it's it's getting old. We lose that in his arc. And even though we do get back to a sunny Sunohara, he's he's coming into his own. He comes into his own throughout the rest of the series, and it's great. It's great that we get that from him. This is the development that I've been waiting for. But I'm not realizing that the entire time that's happening, I'm also seeing more development from Tomoya and Nagisa because they are finally not just a couple, but a power couple. They operate together, and I love that. I love how involved they are with each other, with each other's problems, and how they work together to make things work for their friends, for the people that they love. Even in flashbacks, like what happens with the dorm mother's arc, which, who thought of giving the dorm mother an arc? It was one of the best ones, and does that have anything to do with the fact that there are cats in it? Yes, yes, that's why it's the best one. It's the best one because there are cats in it. But also, it was just really good. And it helps tie in to the overarching sub-narrative that is introduced in Clanad, but that you have no idea where it's going. It really does not have a payoff until the very end of Clanad after story and i'm still scratching my head at it 
But at the same time, it kind of makes sense how they built everything up to that point. Because I feel as though, and this is kind of where we get into murky waters with spoilers, but I have to say, Tomoya is a character who was made to suffer. Everything bad happens to this man at one point or another throughout his entire life up to his mid to late 20s, which is where Kleinad After Story ends. The sheer shock factor of how terrible things get for him are what brought tears to my eyes because before I realized it, just as I did with Michijo, I had spent technically a year with Tomoya and Nagisa. So seeing their heartbreak caused me heartbreak and I realized they are they're a part of me they're in my anime family so seeing them go through things because it seems as though Tomoya is cursed it's just terrible it's terrible and the future that awaits him and that he eventually has to get through in a way that is teased and just built up over the course of over 40 episodes everything everything has a payoff are the characters from base clan ad relevant in clan ad after story no no not all of them are which again makes them fodder why did i need them why did i need them I needed them so that I could spend more time with Tomoya. Tomoya is my brother. That's Tomoya is my brother. That's how I feel. Let's go fully parasocial on this. This man is someone who I don't want to see suffer, but that is all he does. Also, Tomoya has the best mother and father-in-laws in all of anime history they are amazing they are an essential part to this story and how they operate with and without him just proves the love of a parent which beautiful Beautiful execution. I am so proud. I am proud of how they are handled. And I can only hope that there are more parents who love and dote on their children, their children-in-law, and everyone else in their family the way that they do. They're amazing. I, I really have to rank this show relatively high it's not in my top 10 not even in my top 20 or 25 but as I talked to my friend 
I would say, okay, so this, this shock, this shock that I'm feeling, what do I do with it? And all he can say is, just you wait. It's not necessarily a twist. It's not a twist because it's built up. Everything in this show is a build-up. It's a build-up for a payoff. And it's these tiny payoffs that lead to a bigger payoff. So, Clanad never lies to you about what it is or what it's doing. It is fully transparent in its storytelling. This is what's going on here, and this is what's going on here. This is what we're going to follow. What you are seeing is how the characters feel. This is what they are going through. How you receive that is up to you, but we are going full throttle. Even though we know that you are seeing this coming, it is still going to astound you how we execute it. What we do moving forward, you are going to know exactly what direction we are going in. But it's our execution, not just Key, not just Junmaida, but Kyoto Animation, the direction, the writing. They just, they lay it all out. And they say, this is the roadmap. Follow it. Be a part of the journey and see it through to the end so that you can get your closure. Because at a certain point, that is what you are looking for when you start a series the length of Clanad. You are looking for closure. And closure you shall receive. So while I'd still dislike Base Clanad, I will say it was essential. This is the longest windup to one of the best pitches that hits a home run. And yes, that is a baseball reference because that is a, a thing that happens in Clanad. Uh ha 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 ha. Sorry. I love it. I loved I loved what I watched. Is it one of the best things ever? No. No. I I can't say that. I can't say it's one of the best things ever, but is it well executed? Yes. Kyoto Animation truly knocked it out of the park. And that is what I have to say about the story of After Story is that it is just it's amazing. Now, as you know, with Kyoto Animation, I always praise the animation aspect. But there's something really interesting that I noticed here. And that was that there is an evolution happening. You can kind of see eras of Kyoto Animation. And Clanad their adaptation of Clanad, they were phasing out of that era that started with Full Metal Panic and Air. They had had this style for like six years, 
And they said, all right, we're moving forward. Because the next show that they were going to work on, or that they were working on, was K-On! And this is where I started to see some of the animation tricks that modern Kyoto animation is known for, what its more popular series are known for, like K-On! and Tomoko Market and Love Chunibyo and Other Delusions. The little smile with the kind of circular triangular tooth that they do, the difference in eye structure, the signature Kyoto animation eyes are present sometimes, so they're kind of experimenting. Sometimes you have the key artwork, the Jun Maeda key visual novel artwork, but then sometimes there'll just be this slight, noticeable though, change into what we knew as the next era of Kyoto animation before they kind of switched it up with Free slash Violet Evergarden, in which they changed up again. But it's impressive because they were able to sneak through and they were able to just kind of experiment, test the waters a little bit and give us a sneak preview of this is where we're going next and we hope that you're aboard for the ride and as proof positive as i am doing this series i noticed i notice a lot of the little tricks and intricacies that go into a kyoani work so it was amazing to see that this is what jump-started the next era of kyoto animation while they're still working. So I'm a huge fan of that. The music, I don't really have much to say anything about because I was so invested in the story, which, wow, uh, you gotta love that. You've got to love that. That I was so engrossed in the story of Clanad after story that that was all that I could think about. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've, again, I love it. What I recommend going through the entire gamut of Clanad and After Story. What I recommend you watch that and the side stories and the summary and the alternate reality episodes honestly i'm hesitant because i can see a lot of people losing their patience with clan Ant, but it just it all comes together perfectly in after story and i want to say give it a shot because you need clan Ant to appreciate after story and like i said that first ova of the alternate universe that one was great Tomia and Tomio, great couple, though I will say, after Clanet After Story, I love Tomoya and Nagisa together. I will say, though, that last alternate universe one that they did, where Tomia has to choose between Kyo and Ryo, because he starts going out with Ryo, but he has feelings for Kyo, 
That was a page from NTR Hell, and I am so upset by it. That was not good at all. Destroy it. Destroy that that tape, that Blu-ray, that episode. That episode never happened. I'm glad that it was an alternate episode because that was just... I'll save my NTR for never, please. Because that's all it was. It was, it was just terrible. I'm glad that I had the summary to end Clanhead After Story off with. Because that was... It just left me feeling icky. So you can skip that one. But everything else, amazing. But you don't have to watch the Kyo and Ryo OVA alternate reality episode. Don't don't do it. Just don't do it. You'll be upset. But everything else, amazing. And yeah, you can watch all of that on High Dive. And I think that they're re-releasing the Blu-rays again, which is how I watched it because streaming can be hard sometimes. But with all of that being said, once again, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Instagram at AnimeAlphaGoat. If you want to email me recommendations, you can do so at ouranimehome at gmail.com. If you want to support what it is that I'm doing, then please consider donating to the Patreon and also joining the Discord server. And just thank you so much for listening. This project has been a lot of fun and we're getting close to the end. Just have a few more episodes left. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you again soon. And with that, I am out. For real this time.